The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Atheists and agnostics have always attacked God and the Bible. But in the past few years, they have increased in their numbers and in their intensity of criticism. Their foundational philosophy is based on evolution. Does the theory of evolution explain the complexity of the vast creation on Earth and in the universe? Does evolution explain the origin of life? Does evolution explain the intricate processes in the molecular realm of DNA and RNA? My friends, there are dozens and even hundreds of questions evolution cannot answer. But you can answer these questions if you have proven God exists. Do you know how? Stay tuned. Greetings to all our friends around the world. According to the CIA World Factbook 2007, it is estimated that one-third of the world's population professes Christianity. 11.77% call themselves non-religious, and just 2.3% call themselves atheists. While atheists have always been around, they have become more active and vocal in recent years. They have increased their attack on religion, God, and the Bible. In the past several years, atheists and philosophers have emphasized a theme, quote, belief in God is irrational, end of quote. One atheist went so far as to allege that such a belief is, quote, intellectual high treason, end of quote. The Apostle Paul gives a warning to such teachers in Romans 2 and verse 21. You, therefore, who teach another, do you not teach yourself? Further, the God who gave humans the gift of intellect gives another warning in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 18. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written... He catches the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. Or as the King James states it, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Modern theories of evolution are one major example of those vain thoughts. Theistic evolutionists deny the biblical account. They say God started a process of evolution that we are only now beginning to understand through science. Materialist evolutionists go even further. They attempt to explain a creation without any creator at all. Let's understand. True science differentiates between macroevolution and microevolution. What is called microevolution can be demonstrated in mutations and variations in species. But macroevolution the transformation over time of one kind into another kind has never been proved, only theorized. 
two major arguments against the theory of macroevolution are, one, even if macroevolution were true, which it is not, there is not enough time in the history of the universe for evolution to take place from non-life to human intelligence. And two, the evidence of complexity and intelligence in the creation argues against the probabilities of life form development from randomness and natural selection. The reason evolutionists cannot answer major life-orienting questions is that they deny the reality of the spirit dimension. The Bible plainly states, God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's John 4, verse 24. By rejecting God's word, they are limited to material knowledge, and they often err even in material knowledge. There are hundreds and thousands of questions that evolution cannot answer. Today we will look at five of the most important questions, and we'll be offering you an informative free booklet titled, The Real God, Proofs and Promises. This booklet will give you the solid evidence you need to prove God's existence, and it points out many other weaknesses in the evolutionary argument. The greatest and most foundational question in the world is, does God exist? You need to prove the answer for yourself. Be sure to write down the address and phone number to order your free copy. Just ask for the free booklet on The Real God. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Atheists and material evolutionists must try to explain origins, processes, and life by natural selection and adaptation. Again, we ask, does the theory of evolution explain the complexity of our vast creation on Earth and in the universe? Does evolution explain the origin of life? Does evolution explain the existence of complex processes even in the molecular realm of DNA and RNA? My friends, evolution cannot answer those questions satisfactorily. Neither can it answer many other questions. Today we'll consider five of the many questions evolution cannot answer. Question one, evolution cannot answer. What is the meaning of life? Oh yes, materialists can give you the standard answers such as self-preservation, self-propagation, and self-determination. But is survival the only meaning and purpose of life? Several human philosophies have attempted to answer that question. From the dawn of antiquity, thinkers have pondered the fundamental questions of why we're alive and how best to live. The ancient Greeks came up with a wide range of answers. The 4th century B.C. saw the rise of three principal schools of thought in Greece, Epicureanism, Stoicism, and Skepticism. The Apostle Paul was quite familiar with these ancient schools of thought. Paul visited Athens about A.D. 50. Turn in your Bible to Acts, the 17th chapter. Acts 17 and verse 18. Then certain Epicurean and Stoic philosophers encountered him. And some said, what does this babbler want to say? Others said, he seems to be a proclaimer of foreign gods, because he preached to them Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him to the Areopagus, or Mars Hill, saying, may we know what this new doctrine is of which you speak. Paul then proclaimed to them the Creator God, who made the world and everything in it. 
And he made this fundamental yet astounding observation in verse 28. For in him, that is God, we live and move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Our entire existence, Paul was emphasizing, is intimately tied to the creator God. Paul was saying that human life can have no real meaning or purpose apart from God. Yes, man was created to have a special relationship with his creator. It's the very foundation of a meaningful life. The Messiah, Jesus Christ, also affirmed this highest purpose in life. He was asked by a lawyer, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. That relationship leads to a change from selfish human nature to a loving spiritual nature. God wants us to be a part of his immortal family. We can be born into his kingdom, into his family. The Bible reveals that the ultimate transformation takes place at the resurrection from the dead. The Messiah, Jesus Christ, is the firstborn from the dead, as it tells us in Revelation 1 and verse 5. He is the firstborn of many brethren, as it tells us in Romans 8, verse 29. God's children will be transformed from mortal to immortal at the resurrection, as it states in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 53. Yes, you have an opportunity to belong to an immortal family, to be a part of God's kingdom and royal family. Remember, Jesus taught us in Matthew 6, verse 33, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. God has given mankind an awesome meaning and purpose of life. Question one, evolution cannot answer. What is the meaning of life? We'll continue with more questions in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you our inspiring free booklet, The Real God, Proofs and Promises. In our modern atheistic age, millions believe in evolution and do not believe in God. This exciting free booklet demonstrates weaknesses in evolutionary theory. This free, inspiring booklet will give you seven proofs for God's existence. And it covers much more information than we have time to share on this program. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free booklet, The Real God, Proofs and Promises. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. 
In the first part of our program, we saw that atheists are becoming more and more bold in promoting their anti-God evolution ideas. But evolution cannot answer one of the most basic questions that matters to every one of us. Question one, evolution cannot answer, what is the meaning of life? Question number two, evolution cannot answer, what is the purpose of the universe? Why does the universe exist? Is there a meaningful purpose for the universe? The universe continues to expand rapidly. Some galaxies are moving outwards in space at a speed of 200 million miles per hour. Some galaxies are millions of light years in diameter. Why are we able to discover such awesome cosmic elements and movements and yet unable to travel much beyond the moon? Astronomer Carl Sagan called planet Earth a lonely speck in the cosmic dark. Must we then conclude that we are so insignificant as to be meaningless? Should we conclude that the universe is meaningless? No. The universe is powerful evidence of a creator. Our inspiring free booklet, The Real God, Proofs and Promises, gives you much more information than we have time for on this program. It explains how a growing number of scientists acknowledge the anthropic principle. In essence, acknowledging that the earth and the universe were created for mankind. The universe exists as the environment for humans to learn about the creator of the universe and to prepare for their awesome destiny. We look forward to the time when we will live in a spiritual dimension, not limited by space and time. God reveals this promise in Revelation 21, verse 7. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. As astounding as it may sound, God created the universe as our future inheritance. Question number two, evolution cannot answer. What is the purpose of the universe? Question number three, evolution cannot answer. What is the source of natural law? Even the great physicist Albert Einstein recognized meaning in natural law. Einstein stated that the scientist's, quote, religious feeling takes the form of a rapturous amazement at the harmony of natural law, which reveals an intelligence of such superiority that compared with it, all the systematic thinking and acting of human beings is an utterly insignificant reflection, end of quote. Do intellectuals disagree with the brilliant Einstein? Would they call him irrational for his observation? Let's understand. Those natural laws that amazed Einstein existed from the very beginning of creation. Scientists admit that they had to be in effect. Theoretical physicists Stephen Hawking and Roger Penrose wrote, quote, The only way to have scientific theory is if the laws of physics hold everywhere, including at the beginning of the universe, end of quote. But how and when did natural law come into being? Atheists cannot answer the question, so they proclaim the question is meaningless. The existence of natural law demands a lawgiver. If you have your Bible, turn to James, the fourth chapter. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. The great creator and lawgiver established natural law at creation. That natural law guaranteed the universe that resulted. And there is additional proof. Not only is there natural law, 
but there is spiritual law that affects every human being. The Apostle Paul stated in Romans 7, verse 12 and verse 14, Therefore, the law is holy, and the commandment holy and just and good. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. The God of your Bible is the creator of the universe, and he is the lawgiver of both natural law and spiritual law. Question number three evolution cannot answer. What is the source of natural law? Question number four evolution cannot answer. What is the origin of life? Early scientists assumed that the living cell was very simple. However, scientists have now determined that even the simple cell is very complex. Cells contain thousands of proteins comprised of amino acids. Even common proteins may contain a string of 200 amino acids. As science writer Bill Bryson comments, quote, The odds against all 200 coming up in a prescribed sequence are 1 in 10 to the 360th power. That is, 1 followed by 360 zeros. That in itself is a larger number than all the atoms in the universe. For random events to produce even a single protein would seem a stunning improbability. Like a whirlwind spinning through a junkyard and leaving behind a fully assembled jumbo jet in the colorful simile of the astronomer Fred Hoyle. End of quote. Is this the kind of irrational intellect atheists embrace? Religiously believing in the scientifically impossible? Thankfully, some honest scientists can admit their mistakes. Dean Kenyon, co-author of the 1969 chemistry textbook, Biochemical Predestination, believed for years in purely chemical evolution. But later, when science revealed the intricate processes by which proteins are formed through DNA, Kenyon repudiated his evolutionary theory. Science determined that it takes DNA to organize the amino acids into proteins. Kenyon later said, quote, We have not the slightest chance of a chemical evolutionary origin for even the simplest of cells, end of quote. And as author Bill Bryson stated, quote, Proteins can't exist without DNA, and DNA has no purpose without proteins. Are we to assume, then, that they arose simultaneously with the purpose of supporting each other? If so, wow! End of quote. My friends, one must have a blind faith to believe that all complex processes develop simultaneously and independently of each other in order to support each other. Evolution cannot explain that. Evolution has never proved that life came from non-life. What is the origin of life? Genesis 1 in your Bible describes the creation of life forms. Some mainstream professing Christian denominations embrace theistic evolution and deny the biblical account. God is the life giver. He created the first humans, as it states in Genesis 2 and verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. God created humans with a physical life and with a spiritual component. God intends for each human being to live an abundant spiritual life 
as Jesus stated in John 10, verse 10. And yes, there is life beyond death. The Messiah, Jesus Christ, stated in John 11, verse 25, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Question number four evolution cannot answer. What is the origin of life? We'll answer one more vitally important question in the conclusion of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you our exciting and informative free booklet, The Real God, Proofs and Promises. This booklet presents seven proofs for God's existence, proofs that you, your children, and your friends need to examine. You can prove God's existence. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free booklet, The Real God, Proofs and Promises. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. In today's program, we've briefly reviewed the complex nature of even the simplest life forms which evolution cannot explain. And we've seen that as a philosophy, evolution falls short. It cannot answer for the facts, and it denies the revelation of the Creator God to human beings in His Word, the Bible. As Jesus made plain in John 17:17, 17, 17, Your Word is truth. Yes, the Word of God, the Bible, is truth. In our program, we've considered four of the many questions evolution cannot answer. They are, what is the meaning of life? What is the purpose of the universe? What is the source of natural law? What is the origin of life? We'll conclude by examining a fifth question that evolution cannot answer, a question fundamental to the very existence and hope for the future. Question number five evolution cannot answer, what will happen in the future? Evolution tries to answer the question of where we came from. But even evolutionists admit, if they are being honest, that evolution is only descriptive, not prescriptive. Evolution portrays a violent and cruel process of natural selection, in which the strong dominate the weak and only the fittest survive. Is that our future? Instead of harmony, love, and eternal progress, are we doomed to pain, suffering, and destruction? The truth is, my friends, that if human beings are left to themselves, warlike human nature will lead nations to the ultimate conflict, to cosmicide, the extinction of all life on earth. Scientists, statesmen, and generals have concluded from their experience and their observations that unless there is a fundamental change in human nature, a World War III will end life on Earth. The nation of Japan surrendered unconditionally, ending World War II. In his victory broadcast from the USS Missouri, 
General Douglas MacArthur summarized the historic lesson of war. General MacArthur repeated these words in his farewell address to Congress on April 19, 1951. Military alliances, balances of power, leagues of nations, all in turn failed, leaving the only path to be by way of the crucible of war. The utter destructiveness of, destructiveness of war now blots out this alternative. We have had our last chance. If we will not devise some greater and more equitable system, Armageddon will be at our door. We should understand the reality of General MacArthur's warning, which echoes biblical prophecy. Ancient prophets such as Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel have accurately predicted the rise and fall of empires. The great empires of Babylon, Persia, Greece, and Rome made their mark on history. All fell as the prophet Daniel predicted. My friends, God has revealed the future to his servants. I challenge every atheist, agnostic, and evolutionist to read the book of Revelation in your Bible. The greatest prophet of all, Jesus Christ, predicted the coming great tribulation, followed by the establishment of the kingdom of God on earth. Beyond the great tribulation lies a thousand years of peace on earth, ruled by the king of kings and those who have been immortalized at the return of Christ. Beyond the millennium lies a glorious future. The saints will inherit the earth, the universe, and all things as it tells us in Revelation 21, 7. God will renew the heavens and the earth. The Apostle Peter states this good news in 2 Peter 3 and verse 13. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Question number five evolution cannot answer. What will happen in the future? My friends, you need to prove to yourself that the God of the Bible is alive and that he rules the universe through his glorified Son, Jesus Christ. You need to study God's revelation to all human beings, the Bible, and Bible prophecy. And you need to prove the God of the Bible. Be sure to request this vital free booklet, The Real God, Proofs and Promises. It reveals weaknesses and fallacies in evolutionary theory, and gives you seven solid proofs of God's existence. You need this vital, inspiring, and exciting booklet. Be sure to request your free copy. Be sure to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. We invite you to join our colleagues, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will also share with you the awesome truths of the Bible and the prophecies of tomorrow's world. So join us again next week right here at the same time. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.